After Things is brought to you by Patreon.com slash Weird Things. Thank you for supporting this show. Hello and welcome to After Things. I'm Andrew Main, joined by Mr. Bryce Castillo. Hello. Brian Brushwood. Hello. Justin Robert Young. Yo, what up? Gentlemen, this is the After Things show where we help people with after things or we help ourselves do things after. Mm-hmm. After things. the things. Yes. And uh, speaking of things, anybody ever use things? Oh, I yes. use the things app all I the did. time. I did. I did. I did very briefly. It, it was it had too many bells and whistles and switches. And so for anybody's brain that melded with it, good on you. But I have a very smooth brain <laughs> and it did not cotton to things. Hey, Bryce. Bryce. Hey, hey, you still writing things down on note cards? No. What? No, not a not at all. Turns out I stopped doing that. Really? I it it was it was helpful. It was helpful in solving those those the a, a specific problem but i've gone back to 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 things and to trying to do things and i've i've got a little tip that might help if you need some productivity stuff uh and this doesn't have to be things but i did this on things you're not using enough emoji okay can we, can, are you can, are you telling me specifically or, no, or it, it, is this it, just uh you're not using enough emoji the dam is breaking uh, emojis. Explain to me why it's better to open up a menu and mm-hmm. hunt and peck for a picture of a thing mm-hmm. rather than use an emoticon at mm-hmm. most. I mean, is that what I told you to do? I'm just saying you're not using enough emojis. <laughs> do you think you're using enough emojis? Are uh, you using enough emojis? It's been a hot minute since a parent of mine has tried to get me in a trap. <laughs> But, but this is a fun revisit of what that feels like. <laughs> uh, so I, I don't know, Bryce. Am I? So one of the things that with with the Things app that is a little tough. I kind of use it as my every my everything planner. So when I have a thing in there, I throw it for the, either this is my today to do or this is coming up on a day. And one of the things that was tough was just kind of feeling like there was a whole wall, just a whole waterfall of a million things to do, and not easily having a having a way to like overview it or under, or take a sense of it. And so one of the things that I did using um uh using their project Don't silence or, it. Using, Bryce, I sent you a text. Okay, I'll, I'll get I'll get to it in a second. Uh I'm using more emoji. Did did, did I just see cuz I I I just saw Bryce very professionally refuse to glance at his watch and mute it yeah. unseen to continue his monologue and then yeah. I saw oh, Another co-host on this program. Um, what's a what's a what's a word other than professional? Um, the <laughs> to interrupt the show to, to, to point out how Bryce was Bryce. being yeah. professional. Well, this is certainly want, emoji. Yeah. 
They are emoji. I'm using more emoji. But I I have started on on things when you have something in one of their areas, it shows it. And at first I was I was not doing because like this is just more text. There's just more words everywhere, and it's a lot of the same words. And so now I put a little emoji in there. And now when I look at my things, I know. I know what all these things are. I know what these things are at a glance, and I've got icons there. And what what is the what is the bag with the dollar sign on it mean? That's for marbles. Okay, it's for marbles. Look. Oh, it's not. It's not. This is a profitable enterprise, and this is a bag of money. Why is there a bag with a dollar sign on it? On your marble. Why? Why is there a dog do- bag with a dollar sign on it on my personal project? LFG marbles. Is there? Is there? Is there an emoji for roast? Because that's what Bryce has wandered into. <laughs> what do you want? You look. You gotta get stuff done. I sent. I sent. I sent more emojis the, to our the, the Oh my god. The S stands for smarbles. <laughs> Look, it's a, it's a, it is a money. Look, it is a money venture. I'm not, I'm not just doing it for my health. There, you know, it's we. There's big a big money, big money, Bryce. There's a Patreon. There's things going involved with it. So, so yeah. Um, but, but just, just that little bit of oh my goodness, that's a lo- okay. There you go. That's emojis. Uh, it, 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 it ended up helping me uh, uh, get a better sense on this stuff, and it, it, it seems. Uh, obvious to just use categorization tools in your in your planner, but it, that really does help. Uh, I feel like it, you know it's only been a few days, but I feel like I have a better sense of what things are, categorizing things, and making sure using the uh, spending the right amount of time on everything. Um, I don't know. I, I, even when I would do well, I, I, yeah. so so sell sell me. Oh, now I'm getting emojis. <laughs> oh, no. uh, sell, sell oh, you can't do on, that to a pig. <laughs> sell me on. Uh, I find emojis mm. problematic. Okay, Sorry, it's just fun to say <laughs> because I find be, problematic problematic. I'm over problematic <laughs> because because like. Um, you you can't can can you search through a database for an emoji? Yeah, they have a search on, em, yeah. on the emoji keyboard. Okay, but you have to open an emoji keyboard and look for I'm the not, right picture. And I'm not look. I'm not. I'm not saying you need to be using emojis all the time. What I'm saying is big emoji here. I have incorporated them into a non into a part of the process that I don't need to post more emojis. I just make I put them in the right category. It's got the thing attached to it. Uh, uh, and if I change it, they all change. Uh, I'm, 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 I'm talking about being smarter, not harder. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like we walked into a Project Veritas video. <laughs> I feel like I, I feel like I feel like yes, uh, the passion uh, that, that, that really that, sold that, that, him. That, that, he got he was he was all the used. way there. That that is, that is a phrase I could have used after a few uh, uh, underwhelming first dates. <laughs> okay. Um, what I'm I'm not saying you need to use emojis more. What I'm saying is that I have in, I have integrated them into a part of my productivity workflow that makes that is a soft organization <laughs> i hope somebody's clipping all of these <laughs> it's an organizational tool. i didn't even mean that one that one i didn't even mean 
You never do. You never do. <laughs> All right. Can, 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 we, can we maybe take a sojourn oh. off into, uh, because I have finally admitted that anybody younger than me doesn't appreciate emoticons. They all just, just scream old person, but they do like emojis. Uh, and so I, I have a few emojis that I think are, are universally um, inoffensive and, and a good way to almost like replace the, the period in, in traditional text. Um, the best of which is like almost anything I say, I can end with the, Smiling faced halo emoji. Like, like, eh, I'm great. I'm an angel. <laughs> like, uh, if it's sarcastic. Give, give me an example. Give me an example. Please give me an example. Uh, this sounds what? unhinged. Actually, uh, let, I'm going to search my texts and see how often they show up. How about that? Uh, while I'm looking for that, there we go. I, I had a similar thing when I was learning. Um, uh, learning some of the Swift and some of the JavaScript stuff is when when they would just incorporate an emoji, just hey, like use it, and even that little uh, interruption of like, oh, instead of like trying to come up with a string or some sort of data or something, uh, just use an emoji, and that kind of gets you that could that gets you where you're going. It adds a little bit of color and a little bit of pop, uh, and it can be uh, done smartly. So you're not, I'm not saying you need to be in the emoji keyboard all the time. So. Uh I just did a search for every time I've ever used the halo emoji. And the first one that came up was a text uh, on December 30th from me to Dan Carlin that said, Hey, Dan, I'm sending you this link before Justin finds out. I'm strictly forbidden from sharing anything until it's done. But Justin is off watching Avatar 2 and therefore won't get in trouble. uh, Therefore, I won't get in trouble until after he finds out later. Halo emoji. Uh, That was a good use. Um, for the record, this was an actual violation of trust. This was that, that he's not theatrically doing it. He was sending but, it to Dan Carlin. But I used the halo emoji. <clears throat> <laughs> um, mm-hmm. uh, a friend of mine uh, at one point was a Nielsen person. Uh, he is not anymore. The TV counting folks, yeah. Correct. Um, here's a text I sent. If you're interested in binging Hacking System today, it premieres on Disney Plus. Halo emoji. <laughs> and your argument that these are good uses of the, that these are good use cases? Yeah, you're trying to violate somebody's trust in each one of these, Brian. Uh, yeah. Oh, he's scrolling a long <laughs> way down. Emoji? He had to scroll a long way down to find another Halo. <laughs> well, uh, B- B- Bonnie <laughs> sent me a sports thing, and I what responded all caps. Bonnie just sent me a sports thingy, and she said, ha, ha, ha. And I responded with three halo emojis. Uh, What does the halo emoji mean to you? It's provocative. (laughs) (laughs) Brian, the art gallery owner. This blank canvas with a and, dime store cockroach so, nailed to it. Uh, what is so it? Your Here's argument the, is that this is the I've thing said. that you should be using. <laughs> Just assume each time I heart my own text, I'm really hearting you. <laughs> hey, little emoji. Why don't you heart her text? Mm. Oh, uh, my goodness. Right, yeah. did you see the halo emoji? <laughs> I'm told there was one. Yeah, there, there yeah. are government officials that I've handled emojied. Wow, I use it a lot, <laughs> guys. I use this. I'm so emoji sorry, Brandon. A lot. He shouldn't have sent you the halo. I I no. use emoji all the time. 
good. I knew a girl that like went on Twitter. She was on Instagram, like, oh, older guys who use emojis or whatever. I'm like, I'm not trying. I'm not trying to pretend I'm, you know, much younger than I am. I just like them. They're just helpful. They're just sometimes like I'm, you know, when I when I talk, I have expressions and I put these in my face to sort of make things spin things. And with pure text, emojis, my facial expression. Well, I mean, you know, it actually does solve a problem, which is, you know, the Internet and text in general is where context goes to die. That's that's something that I've I've said for a long time. And uh, uh, it is real when it's the reason why you really have to be careful about what you put in emails or text messages and stuff like that. And that often my my recommendation for that is read it in the most exasperated, angry tone you possibly can in your head and assume, especially if it's something that's emotionally charged that that's how the other person is going to read it. So if you are writing something in all caps or in or in a bunch of question marks or something like that, understand that that's going to be read in, in a very specific way. What emojis do is allow you to bring context, a lot of context in little pictorial form. I do think that it is extremely important. I do think that they are something that are very, very helpful. Uh, uh, for example, if you are denoting sarcasm or a joke or something like that, to put a like laughing emoji or something or into it allows you to give context to something that could otherwise be read as serious. I, I don't think that people fully understand how much our language and communication, specifically written language and communication, is uh, uh, radically different when it is received versus what your initial intentions are. Emoji, uh, emojis give you more control on showing context on that. And I think that it is an extraordinarily important thing. Uh, it's, it's almost, would it be an overstatement to say it's almost like a, a legal advancement where it's like it denies anybody the opportunity to pretend like you're being sarcastic, rude, or uh, secretly talking about another thing or whatever. If, if you label, I mean, I guess you could still be all of I mean, those things. But at least it, it is an explicit statement of I'm trying to be this kind of way about it. I, I think I think it's it's more core to public opinion. Right. So let's say that you get a text message and you are really upset about it and you bring it to your friends or some kind of uh, mutual friends with, with somebody that sent it to you. And you say, oh, my God, can you believe this person sent this to me? It obviously means X. What the emoji gives uh, the, the sender is more control over whether somebody else would say, I don't know, they put a laughing face. It kind of seems like they're joking, uh, um, you know, on, on, on the other side of it. It doesn't guarantee anything. It just gives more context. Right. Uh, and anyway, this is all, uh, just zhuzh up your life. You can, you, there, are, there are already things that you don't even know about that you can zhuzh up with more emoji. Put them in your calendar. For example, I would, put them in your email. I would argue. I would argue the success of Notion was based upon its real easy integration of emoji. Yep, mm -hmm. that's where I use it the yep. most, and it also helps me uh, uh, think of uh, uh, you know these projects and stuff that I do. Like I'll, I have to think of when I first started, what is the emoji that encapsulates this, and it gives me a conceptual idea uh, of what I'm working on. I, I think that it's, it's really rad. I, I, I do, I do very much enjoy that part of, of notion. And also it graphically just pops certain things, which is very important. Livability in something like that is extraordinarily important and elevating it beyond just a simple utility. 
Yeah. I mean, even here, you know, we, we record this live on Twitch, you know, uh, Twitch emotes are a whole thing. It's an economic yep. model of this website is we have our own emoji. You can make your own emoji and share them, et cetera. Um, yeah, I forgot about Notion because, yeah, Notion has you. And I think that was a little bit why I liked the idea of what was that calendar app we were using for a minute? Um, calendar? No, the um, the one that was like a to-do list. Um, oh, my God. Yeah. I know, Today, I, tomorrow, sunrise, sunset. It was something. Something, um, but boy, I think, boy, did it make an impression. Though. <laughs> but I think it, it it attracted me because it you would pick emojis, you would pick icons for your different tasks, and I think maybe that was all I needed. So uh, this is a previous uh, text that I did, and I just told Chat GPT to uh, uh, all I did was copy it, paste it in, and said. Please uh, add appropriate mo- emojis to this, and and it makes me wonder if ChatGPT might solve my problem, which is the hunt and peck nature of essentially going back to kanji or pictograms or uh, uh, what have you. The hunt and peck of emojis, like if I could just say, uh, you know, type whatever I want, and then just say mm-hmm. click a button that it's like guess appropriate emojis, and then it does it. Yeah, I guess. I don't know. I think there's a personal style to it as well. You know, I, I, I think that there's value in kind of having your own emoji. I mean, if you're not an emoji folk, uh, person, I, you know, then. Bryce, I want I want you to have your own Netflix series called Judge Up Your Life. <laughs> and you and you go visit somebody who needs his, who needs the judge mm-hmm. and you and you give your own Bryce. Can we call it? Here comes the judge. judge. Here comes the judge. Here comes the judge. No, that's a segment, right? That's that's like somebody uh, yelled, "Here comes the judge!" Uh, as like you uh, know, hip hop music that's plays, like, like a his, bunch of cameras that's, that's cut like as he taffer, walks towards the yeah, five that, people. Yeah, that's like his Taffer shut it down line. Like every <laughs> bar down. rescue has to begin with with Taffer screaming, "Shut it down!" Mm-hmm. Like like we we are opening seg one, our cold open. It ends with "Here comes the judge." Here comes the judge. I love it. Yeah, Netflix just ordered a second season. Oh, <laughs> Netflix canceled the second. Ah, damn it! Damn. Turns out that while everybody that. watched it once, nobody watched it four times. They didn't watch it four times. Yeah. Turns out you're 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 not you're only three and a half quadrants. Hit the bricks. <laughs> uh, but I would love to hear from the listeners if they've got any other interesting places where they use emoji as a part of their productivity or lifestyle workflows. We got the contact info in the show notes. Actually, I I, I would really love to unpack this because it's like not only where can you use it, but also uh, what are the roadblocks? Like, for example, like I experienced, like I've just decided, fine, I'll use one emoji that generally means Mm -hmm. I mean this nicely. And that's the halo emoji. Yeah, but that's I think that's what most people do, though. Right. Like pick a couple of emojis that they use a lot. Like I've got, I've yeah, got, I've a got few that basically I mean. it's either a thumbs up or a halo for me. A uh, very, very little, or maybe mm-hmm. laughing, crying. That's about it. Yeah. I use those. I use the triumph face. The oh. one with the steam coming out of the nose. This one's pretty good. The okay. shrugging, uh, always the woman. Shrug ne- emoji. Ne- never a guy. Yeah. Always a woman. Bold. Yeah. I got a pick. Go. It's an audio book. That is, I believe, two hours and 15 minutes long uh, called You Have the Right to Remain Innocent. Uh, I, f- 
forget what led me on this rabbit. Oh, you know what it was? Uh, there was a New York Times article talking about how Alec Baldwin is now being charged with involuntary manslaughter, and almost certainly he's going to go to trial, possibly have criminal conviction for one reason, because he talked to the police, because he thought that without representation, without legal counsel, he would just go help. And so he spent multiple hours talking to the cops, explaining everything, and uh, uh, even offering his own theories on what would happen, even offering them advice on what they should do. And then he went on multiple television interviews, speculating wildly about all of this stuff. Um, meanwhile, in the New York Times, uh, uh, Farjan Manju uh, wrote an article saying uh, Alec Baldwin, Baldwin was under no obligation to talk to the cops and neither are you. And he referenced the wildly popular viral video hit, Don't Talk to the Cops. I think it's up to 14 or 24 million views right now. Uh, it's a very, very quick listen. At, uh, there's about... 30 minutes of substantive content and 15 minutes more, but it's very, very good because it makes the case that even if you're in innocent, even if you want to help, even if you happen to be a hundred percent, right. Even if, even if, even if, uh, there's no upside because even if what you do is present a very good case that is indisputable and a hundred percent factual, the, in a court of law, nobody is allowed to introduce anything that you said because it will be over uh, objected as hearsay and the judge will support it. So uh, he makes the very counterintuitive. Uh, when also, if you're wrong, uh, well, well, if you're wrong on any one part or even if you're right on all of those parts, but somebody else, for example, the cop disagrees with what you said. <clears throat> now, all of a sudden, it's your word against theirs or whatever. Like, there's literally no upside uh, uh, per his thesis. Um, and it, uh, specifically, uh, so first I rewatched the 45-minute video. Then I watched him talking at the Cato Institute. Um, and then I ended up buying the book specifically for this reason. Uh I don't think he's joking when he says that the reason he wrote the book is because there are two types of people and the two types of people are not the guilty and the innocent. They are those who are familiar with the criminal justice system and those who are not. And anybody who is the child or a close uh, sibling of um, a law enforcement officer gets one set of advice and the public setting uh, facing set of advice that any cop will give is a different set of advice. Um, and, and that felt unjust to this person. So he wrote a very, very short book. Again, it's only two hours long. And it basically, it's, it's just a rogues gallery of terrible, terrible stories of people who really thought because they were innocent, they were doing the right thing by offering up testimony without legal counsel. And it, goes poorly for them. And um, he's, he's very, very upfront about none of this is an indictment of anybody in the noble profession of law enforcement, what have you. Uh, but he does find it unfair that there's one set of advice given to the public writ large and another set of advice given to the close uh, close family members. Um, it, I, it's an easy read, and I think it, an important one that is worth it. I, I think it's a very. I, I do want to pack. Like I don't remember ever 
being told anywhere, talk to the cops, like tell them everything. I've, I don't remember that in school or being told that. I, I, I've always, it's in TV and film, ask for lawyer, ask for lawyer, ask for lawyer. But to the point that he's trying to make overall about, yeah, like, like I think that the hard part is like, you when you watch a lot of these videos where people, the cops, like, you know, true crime stuff, the tricky part is, you don't know when you're a suspect or you're a witness. Correct. And, and they're under no obligation into, to tell you. Yeah. Somebody comes into a bank, pulls out a gun and says, everybody on the floor. And now you're in the bank. And afterwards, the cop said, what were you doing? Do you say, I want a lawyer? Right. Because you know you're innocent. You know that. But, and that's, that's the really hard part. The tricky part of it is, is that, is that point at which you're, we're used to doing movies where like the suspect sits down and we know they're the suspect. And when your talk cops like, hey, I need a statement from you, that's the tricky part is to know right. what's going on. In Alec Baldwin's case, he was the guy holding the gun. So probably a good indicator that, you know, not bringing in a lawyer, probably a bad idea because you're clearly the focus of the investigation. You're the first person or, to look or, at it. So or or at least that. a principal character in it, right? Um, and yeah. It, uh, like so many other people, Alec Baldwin truly uh, didn't perceive like, well, I mean, clearly I did nothing wrong. It's the job of the gun handler to handle the guns. It's the job of the actor to assume that the gun handler knows what they're doing. However, part of his testimony involved some version of the phrase, which I'll certainly get wrong. Uh, basically, they handed him the gun and, and they said it's safe. And they said, do you want to check it? And he's like, no, I don't want to offend this person. Yeah, I'm sure it's fine which now he's on the record recorded yeah. or written down as being somebody handling a firearm who refused to engage to make sure that it was safe. A very, very minor detail that now is a significant portion of the trouble that, that, that he's yeah. in right now, you know, and, there, and there's it, an argument. Yeah. It's, there's an argument to say it that, that cooperating the police after this thing happened because of that, that maybe that was the right thing to do in that way. But the media interviews and all that other stuff it was really disastrous, really, really disastrous. And that's when he goes into, you know, the, when they go to bring up the case, that's, you're going to probably see video clips from those interviews and things, maybe additionally to what he told the police, but the fact that that story may have evolved or changed over time, you know, because yeah. he, he, he's thinking that he's only trying to win a PR war. Um, and, you know, meanwhile, a woman is dead. Right. You know, well, and, and uh, one of the things I like about this this particular book, You Have the Right to M Remain Innocent, is that it's 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 basically just a list of cautionary tales of perfectly good, legitimate, innocent folks who could not conceive of a reason to not talk to the police without representation. Uh, and, and, then, and, 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 and 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 he does go into. Hey, uh, uh, now keep in mind, look, yes, I'm not saying when you're pulled over for a traffic stop, refuse to talk to the cops. Uh, you know, if you're trying to report a crime, of course, you know, you talk to the cops. He says <laughs> um, all of the very sensible situations. He says, I am talking about when something happened and uh, you are a principal character uh, uh, do not trust yourself <laughs> to, 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 to think you understand because this guy's it's, it's, uh, I think the, the metaphor he gives out at one point is imagine that you were offered a hundred dollars to get into a boxing ring and fight someone. You're like, sure. Why not? Uh, 
that person has had 30 years experience of just oh. knocking people out in the ring, you oh. know? Yeah. Yeah. That's your, your, whenever you watch these, you know, true crime documentaries and stuff and you see the people talking to the police, all the police officer does all day long is talk to liars and you know, your experience with police, probably most people is very, very limited. And that does sort of say that you can get a lot about policing though that people have more interaction with police kind of know how to lie. But point is like, yeah, it's, 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 you're just not prepared. You don't know the direction. And also we've seen, you know, the, the prosecutorial overreach we've seen in situations where what did Martha Stewart go to jail for? Uh, right. Uh, not doing anything illegal except for being incorrect in her statements to the police. Uh, or, well, or, or she did that arguably that, that what the, the trading, the insider trading could have been a fine could have been, was, was breaking the law, but the other person who was fully cooperative, whatever, apparently just got like a fine. And that was the thing. Yeah. It was the line. Cause they could, that was the bigger, the, their goal of a prosecutor is what is the biggest penalty I can get you for? And if it's a minor infraction, but you lied about that infraction, well, I got you on perjury now. So, uh, it's just, that's, that's, and I think we see, we've seen a lot of those cases, you know, we saw the, the massage parlor case in South Florida, where first it was a sex trafficking thing that they were trying to look out for these innocent women when they couldn't make that case, when all of a sudden it was looking like, oh, they're not going to be able to make the case because they had to deal with high power attorneys. It became, we'll go after the women. And that's one of these yeah. scary signs of like, they wanted a prosecution. And even though they said, we're here to protect you. Like, well, no, we're going to actually arrest you because we can't make our other case. Wow. Uh, uh, you have the right to remain innocent yeah. from James uh, Dwayne. It's, it's, nice. it's a very, very short read uh, uh, worthy of just reminding you, even if you are pretty certain you already know everything it's going to say, you're probably right, but can't hurt to, to hear it again. Uh, My pick is the Fraternal Order of Police. <laughs> I don't know who these people are, and I'm I'm with you, brothers. Uh, my my pick will be the Things app. I've talked about it so many times, but uh, I really dig it. I think it's really intuitive. I think that uh, it is uh, it's like a blank piece of paper. Uh, you can build it kind of how you want, uh, but it has a lot of intuitive features built inside of it that does take it it does take a while i, I won't i won't i won't i won't lie it takes a, it takes a minute to get it set up the way you want it but once you got it set up then you're i don't know it feels really natural to the way that i work so uh the things app on uh, ios my pick is blank paper okay yeah uh sure. no actually uh i watched the first season of the show and then i kind of the pacing towards the latter part of it kind of slowed down a bit for me. And then, but I stuck through it. And then I said, okay, let me go watch the next season. And I really, I just binge watched the next season in a day. And that is slow horses on Apple TV. What is, what's you, the premise of slow horses? I don't know that one. So slow horses, it's based on a novel, a series of novels. And it's about this, this British intelligence office called slough house and where slow horses comes from mm. and slough house is if you're an mi5 and you screw up and they want to get rid of you but they don't want to just fire you they send you to slough house to where this older spy played by gary oldman runs it and his job is to sort of make your life so difficult that you just decide to quit and he gets some very in it so it's a group of very misfits within the spy world who end up having to you know solve some pretty big 
cases. And Gary Oldman's great. The cast is fantastic. And so it deals with a lot of backstabbing, et cetera, whatever. But it's a really cool premise and setup because it's he's a really great spy, but he's a complete slob. You know, you're the I won't spoil the introduction to him when you meet him, but um he is he is, you know, his 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 employees, you know, will criticize the fact that watching him eat is disgusting and whatnot. It's just Gary Holdman just pouring into a role and making it great and uh, anyhow so slow horses on apple tv season one and two nice gentlemen it's been after i like that (laughs) diamond club hopes you have enjoyed this (laughs) program